Blog right, Talk Radio. Let's go and jump into our depot today. I like those gold hearts, those gold yellow blue hearts. Appreciate everybody again coming in. Uh, today, one of the things I really want to talk about, good morning, you, Linda. Conference call, you, Linda, has left the building. She is officially on Periscope. We're glad to have you on. Uh, listen, listen we, we're going to jump into uh, picking up again with this passion week, and we're talking about what happens each day. So, strangely enough, we were not on yesterday. Uh, and I apologize for that, kind of. I definitely apologize for not being on. Uh, but the, the, excuse me, the ironic thing is Wednesday is uh, what I often call um, the X-Files because Wednesday there is no recorded activity of Jesus. Now, there are a lot of things people let he did. There's some things that people hope he may have accomplished on Wednesday. Uh, but Wednesday is uh, one of the inactive days of Christ throughout uh, this Passion Week. You know, some people say that uh, he visited the temple because that's something that he probably typically would have done. Uh, but we don't actually have anything recorded uh, that Jesus does on Wednesday. However, Thursday, he is back active again. And uh, Thursday of Passion Week is what we call Monday Thursday, M-A-U-N-D-Y. And on Monday Thursday, uh, Jesus does at least three things that we know of. Uh, one of the things he does on Thursday is he has the Last Supper. Right, he meets in the upper room with his disciples, and they have what we now call communion. Another thing that happens on Monday, Thursday, is you see the feet. He washes the feet of his disciples on this Monday. M A U N D Y, uh, Monday, Thursday. And the third thing that happens on Monday, Thursday, is Jesus begins his prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. Again, one more time. Three things that happen on Monday, Thursday. One is communion. Uh, two is the washing of the feet, and the third is he goes to the garden. Of course, he's arrested, and then, you know, some other things happen. Here's the key for us today. Uh, these are the last things Jesus does while he is free. Some more time. You know, tomorrow he's going to be, uh, tomorrow, matter of fact, late tonight, early tonight, late tonight, early tomorrow morning, uh, Jesus will be arrested. But today is his last day of freedom. And here's my simple question to each one of you. What will you do now that you have freedom? I mean, because, you know, there's this idea uh, that uh, every day you ought to operate as if it's your last day, that you ought to never put off for tomorrow what you can do today. And if I had to have a scripture, I think one of the scriptures that really sticks out to me is 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. Again, 1 Corinthians 6 and 12, uh, and, and that is a scripture where Paul's writing to Corinth, and he says, I have the right to do anything but everything is not beneficial, right? I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. Uh, matter of fact, King James says something like, all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. And today I want to ask you, with the freedoms that you have, right, with the ability to do anything, go anywhere, talk to any people, what will you do with this freedom? You know, because, you know, there's one sense where God, who is mighty, strong, powerful, awesome, uh, he, he could command and demand force to make you, you know, through like spiritual extortion. He can make you do what he wants you to do, but he doesn't do that. He actually gives you freedom to operate. He gives you freedom to speak, say what you want to say. He gives you freedom to relate, you know, be in whatever relationship you want to be. He gives you freedom to work with your hands, use your body in ways that you want, or you can use them in ways that he wants. He gives you freedom uh, to be alone and or to be with people in crowds or in small groups. We have all of these freedoms. And on Jesus' last day of freedom, here's what he chooses to do. One, he communes with his disciples. 
He spends time with his most intimate group of friends, his inner circle, and he talks to them about what God has done. Right? That's what Passover is. That is what a communion is. It is a celebration of Jesus, God passing over us when he could have actually pulverized us. The second thing he does is he watches the defeat. He watches the feet of his disciples, watches the feet. He watches the feet of his disciples. And uh, I think it's interesting that in his last day, he's not trying to hype himself up. He's not trying to prove all of his words by talking about all of his work. He's not trying to uh, remember or recall all of his actions or his accolades or his awards. But instead, with his freedom, he chooses to serve someone else. Hey, good morning, baseball. Uh, he, he chooses someone else in his time of freedom. I think that's, I think that's, that is worth, uh, you know, kind of commemorating that, that he doesn't use his freedom to get more for himself or to lift himself up or to, you know, make sure he gets some, um, some marble stone carved in his image. Instead, he spends his time serving someone. Uh, he watches the feet of his disciples. And thirdly, in his last days with his freedom, he actually spends time in prayer with God. And today, I want to I wanna really just kind of encourage you to do the same. Uh, not that today's your last day of freedom. No, that's not it. Not that uh, tomorrow, you know, is going to be awful for you. In fact, it's going to be a good Friday. However, I do think that sometimes we take the day we have for granted. Uh, you know, there's this, there's this saying uh, that, uh, what does it say? Yesterday is the past. Uh, tomorrow, yesterday mystery. Uh, tomorrow is a mystery. Today is, no, here we go. I got it. Got it. Here we go. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a present. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. All right, what was that? Hold on, forget it. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. And I want to, can I do it one time? Right? I messed it up three times. Let me at least say it twice. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. And that's why they call it the present. So, so what we're saying is don't take uh, don't take today for granted. That's what Cheryl said. Uh, don't 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 miss out on what today really could be about. Don't let somebody's anger or their frustration or somebody disappointing you or somebody not coming through mess up today. Jesus understood that today was so important because tomorrow doesn't have uh, any guarantees that he spent it with people he cared about. He served people who could not and would not serve him at the moment. Right? Not, he didn't serve people just to get something back. He served people to help. And then he spent time with God. And I think that's probably a good formula for our today. Matter of fact, it's a good formula for every day. That if we're going to exercise these freedoms God has given us, for one, we ought to spend quality time with people who we care about. Two, we ought to serve others and not expect anything in return. And then three, you want to make sure you spend time with God. Because the only time with God in private gives you public power. Right? That was kind of earlier this week. Uh, look, I'm not sure what you're going to do this week, uh, but tomorrow's Good Friday. Make sure you find a worship service somewhere. Sunday is coming where we're going to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, who is without doubt the Son of God, died but now alive again. And all of that's happening. Don't wait for it. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for Saturday. Don't wait for Sunday. Do what you can today. Father, thank you again so much for today. I praise you uh, because you have given us freedom. You haven't coerced us into doing anything. But, God, you've given us liberty. And so whom the sun sets free today, God, uh, we declare we are free indeed. Give us now discipline so that we'll act in ways that are pleasing to you. Give us, God, foresight 
in such a way that we're able to help others and not necessarily hoard all the blessings you've given us for ourselves. God, give us uh, give us discernment so that we'll know who to spend our time with, so that we have quality time, not just quantity time with people who may not necessarily uh, benefit from what you place within us, the testimonies we share, the words we'll give, the love we'll, uh, you know, kind of share with those around us. And, God, most importantly, make sure that we carve out time for you. Don't let us, uh, you know, get so caught up in our social media or caught up, God, in our friends and fellowships that we forget the power of your presence. Today, God, our prayer in Jesus' name is that you remind us of how to appropriately and most effectively use this freedom. And, God, we're going to celebrate you tomorrow for dying, but even before then, we say thank you. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for being a high priest that's not falling to our infirmity. Thank you uh, for being a God who provides, for being a God who protects, for being a God who even on today, God, will walk with us and guide us and lead us and uh, be with us in times where people will not. God, today, in Jesus' name, help us maximize our freedom. We pray this in Jesus' name, believing it is already done. Amen. Amen. Listen, you guys have a great day today. Uh, there are worship services going on. I know all over the time, what they are usually typically called Monday, Thursday. Uh, there is a service taking place over at First Baptist Mayhem. It's tougher. Uh, phenomenal preachers will be there, uh, and it, it'll be a good time. You know, it'll be a good time. But if you're not in the service, find some. Find one summer. Remember, this is our week. This is our holy week. This is the week we celebrate Christ. Don't get slack. Don't be lazy. Make sure. Uh, yes, Pastor Blunt. Make sure that uh, you find somewhere to celebrate what God has done. Be blessed today.